1515 that probably presents the wrestling round tables, the raw, the bad, the ugly, the podcast where we talk about what we like, didn't like, and was just found out horrendous. Today, it is your host, it's Miller, and my special guest, me and Sterl's big brother. Um, you know, I'm going to call you Coach Coach C. I, I usually call him C-Stroke, but I'm calling call him Coach Cal. He gets the Coach Cal. Coach yeah. Cal in the building. How you doing, sir? I'm doing good, man. Like I said, hey, I was going to start to adopt that now, Coach Cal, since, you know, I, I got my, my coaching license. But, you know, I'm originally from Lace Up, the boxing podcast. You know, it's on hold right now, but. That's okay. You me, you may remember you may remember him from such podcasts as Lace Him Up and RBU yeah. number fifty seven. I don't know. He was on one, a couple of these RBU. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So how was your week? I gotta I gotta do the sterile thing. So how was your week, sir? Uh, my week was good. Like I said, you know, um, um, a lot of well, a lot of people on Facebook know, but I'm. Um, in the process of obtaining my degree in physical education to become a teacher. And I got accepted to Elmhurst University, so that's why I was Dang. up. And uh, like I said, I got my coaching license, so I'm just waiting for that opportunity. Other than that, man, living life, family, wife, kids, can't ask for anything better, man. How about you? Same old, man. Man, me and you are going to be the only one. If we the only ones who went through the college thing. Yeah, man. Yeah, I was alone definitely. by myself for a while. Right? Yeah. 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 Damn. All right. Good job, sir. Oh uh, yeah. You feel accomplished. You do. I actually do. Even though like I'm almost there, like my wife says, it's like I can feel it. Right. Kind of like so. It's kind of like it's no stopping from here. And once I get it, man, it's 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 a wrap from there. Yep. Exactly. But look, look, like when I got my, remember when I graduated from college, so it was crazy for me because that I had to do that semester and we had to do a thing called senior seminar. And yeah. my class was basically work. Remember when I was your manager at Brunswick? Yeah. That was my class. And I just yeah. had to report back and like check in was like once a month or whatever. But that's what I had to do for a whole semester. It was ridiculous. I remember that. I remember that very clear. Yeah, I had to do reports and stuff, but I couldn't, like, give numbers away. So I had to, like, it was crazy, bro. But it was yeah, worth it definitely. because it helped me for my job now. But, yeah. Oh, yeah. Just a little definitely. tidbit. But anyway, all right. Um, Let's see. what it, Match to watch for. Match to watch for. My match to watch for this week. Hmm. I don't want to give away too much because we're definitely, you know, going to dedicate our time this podcast to... Um, talking about full gear, but if I'm going to give away my match to watch for, I'll just call it my match of the night from full gear and my match of the night from full gear for me was CM Punk and Eddie Kingston. The reason being is I felt like this match was the embodiment of what wrestling is today, where it's about the characters. Yes, you have heels. Every, they're heels. There's always going to be heels, but the thing is... Yeah. There's no more of that control over who gets cheered. You, that that's not necessary. No, because it's it's, it's almost like anime. There's so many mm -hmm. people who identify or like the villain in anime more. It doesn't lessen their love for that anime show or whatever. You know what I mean? It just yeah. it, 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 if anything, it makes the universe for whatever that is um, bigger because there's so many different iterations of what you could like who you could like and i'm saying that to say i love the, the crowd booing cm punk i love that cm punk used it 
I love yeah. that Eddie was the pseudo hero. I love that they chanted both these guys because that's what it's about. It's the story. This doesn't yeah. mean CM Punk has to be a heel. It just means right. in this story, for this situation, some people identify with Eddie Kingston. And there's going to be yeah. some who identify with CM Punk. And that's what makes wrestling dope. Yeah, so um, I, I would like to, to talk about that as well, man. I know we're going to talk about it into the podcast. Go for it. That right there, all night, that, was just the, that wasn't just the only match. We, we got a Darby MJF. Mm-hmm. With the, the commentator was like, why do we have people saying MJF? You know, they make jokes like, he probably paid him off. No, man, that's just the storytelling of these two guys, and it's great to, to have that. That's where, you know, who who knows if MJF's going to ever be a face? Not saying he'll, he, you never know, but to hear people chant MJF just as loud as Lesno Darby, that tells you something right there. It's just the art of wrestling. Yeah. It's the art of story. It's the art of storytelling, man. And that's what that's what's great about this whole situation. Yeah, definitely. It's the art of storytelling. It's the art of the build. It's the appreciation for the story. And, you know, I'm not trying to make this take shots at WWE, but it's the appreciation for knowing that if you hang in there, there's a payoff. Yeah. Because even though Darby didn't win – there's still a payoff in how that match ended. There's still a payoff in how that match went. There's still a payoff in the story. And that's the biggest, um, you know, I guess, point you can make when it comes to the differences between WWE right now and AEW is that I feel like AEW more caters to um, delivering that long-term story and that satisfaction where WWE is going to present it and give you what they give you. I mean, even Triple H, you know, I, I understand he's not necessarily in power per se right now, but remember what he said was, you don't always get what you want. And I remember being yeah. like, why? I'm paying for this shit. The fuck you mean I don't get what I want? Yes, yeah. give me what the fuck I want. What the fuck you mean? Like, the fuck? I don't go to McDonald's and be like, don't put onions on my shit. And then they be like, surprise, bitch, onions. Like, no, nigga, I didn't pay for that shit. The fuck? Like, <laughs> fuck out of here. This shit was so stupid when he said that. It pissed me off. I was like, that's dumb as hell. This is a customer service business, sir. Yeah. <laughs> Give me what the fuck I asked for. I asked for Daniel Bryan. God damn it. I want my goddamn Daniel Bryan. But quit fucking with me. Talking about you don't always get what you want. Well, what the fuck I come for? Shit. This ain't a date. You got to do that when you date, motherfucker. Like, well, I might not. You know what I'm saying? But guess what happens? You be like, I ain't dating her ass no more. <laughs> Let me shut the fuck up. Head. <laughs> on the head. Why you don't call no more? Why you don't buy pay-per-views no more? It's a trash. You didn't give me what I wanted, goddamn. Mm-hmm. Just like I wanted. With all the spit and everything. Give me what I want. Give me what I want. <laughs> Just give me what I want. Man, that shit was classic. Yeah, it was. He lost his shit, too. He really did. <laughs> Man, it's kind of like did he actually he like he really meant that like but he said I believe if I'm not mistaken he said that he said that what he he started to get into it because he really wanted to be released like he wanted to quit yeah. and that's why he started to pull from like being like yo just give me my release give me the fuck out of here right <laughs> he got his wish all right yeah. so quick on news and rumors I'll be real quick um right. After, well, there was a little overlap to Full Gear, but there was um, Battle in the Valley 
um, for New Japan, where one of the headline matches was Kazushi Okada against Buddy Matthews, formerly Buddy Murphy. Um, it was a really, really good match. If you have New Japan World, I'd suggest you go check it out. I'm sure there will be highlights online, but the full match, um, definitely a really good match. Um, uh, Okada won, spoiler mm -hmm. alert. But the big news from it was Jonah Rock, formerly Bronson Reed, uh, showed up and basically declared that he's in uh, New Japan. I think this is a big pickup for them. They needed yes. like a, a monster who wasn't associated with any of the uh, different groups. So I like that. I like that he is um, going to be a part of New Japan because I feel like it fits him the most out of everybody, especially with ROH being gone. Right. And speaking of which, Jay Lethal signed with All Elite Wrestling. Um, we'll talk about that a little bit more. Well, we'll talk about when it happened during the show. But, yeah, he signed with All Elite Wrestling during the media scrum. He did mention how um, pretty much he said he's not going to be – he said that he's not going to be at Final Battle, but – he iterated to ROH being dead. and um, So, I mean, at that point, I don't know if that means that he, from what he knows or from what he feels that after Final Battle, it's a wrap. Um, there's still that chance in April that they're going to come back, but we'll see. I, I don't know. For that's, me... That's, that's actually... That's actually uh, sorry to cut you off. But no, you're good. That's, that's actually... That kind of brings a tear to your eye to hear that ROH is dead. Like... I feel like, I mean, when I first saw the Young Bucks, it was at ROH. I saw Adam Cole, I saw all these dudes at ROH, and it's kind of like, man, this is my, this is my good, this is my good entertainment right here. And they, they, they always put on, no matter which one they came to Chicago, man, even this, these little gymnasium type little venues, it felt like pay-per-viewish every time. So, to hear the words, ROH is dead, it kind of, it kind of hurts a little bit, but like you said, hopefully they'll they'll figure something out. But it's just it's hard to hear that. Yeah, you know, I, I agree, man. It's one of those things. But me, me, and my wife were kind of talking about it yesterday, and you know, I, and she's mentioned that she's surprised by how like light I'm taking it. And I think I spoke on it on the um, last episode of RVU. I feel like Sinclair kind of did this to themselves. As much as I love ROH and I'm always going to be a diehard ROH fan, we could do ROH trivia and I'll probably beat your ass. And I'm not cocky about a lot of things, but and I think my friends will vouch me for that. I'm not a cocky person. But there's one thing I'll stand on is that ROH, you, there's not a lot of people who know more about ROH than me because I've been there through the beginning and obviously. Um, that being said, there's a lot of mistakes that were made along the way. And one of the biggest ones was Sinclair not doing exactly what Tony Khan's doing. They had the opportunity, and this was a choice. They chose not to give them a time slot on cable channels that they own. Yeah, yeah. Um, one of the biggest things that I, I always think that's overlooked and is huge to me, per, I think, and I don't know if you ever thought about this, always never had a set time it was on TV. No, they haven't. It was all, I get that it was accessible to everybody, right? I get that. Yeah. That's dope. You could, you, if you wanted to find it, you could, it was, if you had stadium, it was on there at nauseum, like sometimes yep. in a marathon mode, um, it was all over all kinds of different, um, over the air channels. If you had antenna, um, it was, well, well there's a couple other channels that would show up. I mean, there's, you could watch it, but you had to figure out when, and that was the yeah. problem. There's no other promotion that's like that. I don't even watch MLW on a regular basis, I know what time it comes on and what channel. I don't watch 
you know, I it's just you can't do business that way. No, you can't, man. Because one of the biggest things we all remember Saturday night, uh, Saturday night, uh, uh, main event or uh, WCW Saturday night, my bad, came on six oh five Eastern time. I know that. Yep. I will never yep. forget the shit. Don't come on. I'm like, I'll never fucking forget it. <laughs> but that's what I mean. Like it's just that's that's just marketing one on one. That's my degree coming into play. Shout out Momo. Um, but I'm saying like, so that's marketing one on one. So you shoot yourself in the foot. You get Marty Squirrel to stay, but you don't put the belt on him. Now I get that the speaking out, everything happened, so it's kind of a moot point. But you feel me? I don't. People know, a lot of people may not know, but Marty Squirrel is my dude, and I don't want to talk about that because right. how you bring this man to basically be Mister ROH when everybody else was gone, and you don't even put the title on him. No disrespect to Roosh. No, no disrespect, but come on, man. Yeah, definitely. So, I mean, it was just, there's a lot of mistakes that I feel like Sinclair made in not taking the product seriously, and it shot them uh-huh. in the foot. And yeah. you're now you're on the outside looking in and going like, damn, this kid's doing everything we could have done. And right. that's just the honest to God truth. So the key, word, the key word you said was, compared to all of them, Tony Khan is the kid. Oh, yeah, right, exactly. He's, he, he's our age. Right. Living our dream. <laughs> living our dream. That's why I can't hate him. I'm like, man, dude, you living a dream, bro. If I would have gone to Illinois, you would have been my friend. We would have been friends. Yep. I'm and I'm not going to go on and on, but I swear to God, I must have talked to this dude a million times on like a wrestling board because I, I didn't realize he was a big wrestling fan. And like he was on wrestling boards, I know I've interacted with this guy. Because remember, I spent like hours on those wrestling message boards, so I know for sure, for sure. Um, and then last but not least, there's rumors that Kazushka Okada is going to show up on Dynamite um, or Rampage, one of the two, soon. Um, could have storyline implications. He's in the states still right now. He's going to be here for a while, so we'll see. Wait, 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 wait. He could. He's going to be in the States for a while. Tomohiro Ishii is already going to be on um, yeah. on Dynamite on Wednesday. So yeah, I, knew that one. I don't see a reason why they couldn't. Hey, hey, I'm, I'm going to sound greedy right now, but if he, if he want to come Wednesday before Thanksgiving nah. to Chicago, I will be quite all right with that. Dang, I forgot. Yeah, man, that's going to be good stuff. Ooh. I'm just being greedy. Oh, man. I bet you Eddie Kingston and CM Punk are going to have a big match that day. Uh-oh. Oh, man. What if it's like a cage match or something crazy? This is going to be fun. Okay, anyway, speaking of which, let's go ahead and get right into it. Instead of doing our raw, bad, and ugly, we're just going to run through the card for full gear. Um, I think we got enough time to talk about every match because every match kind of deserves a little bit of our uh, input, what your opinion was. So I'm going to start from the top, the opening match, MJF. Against Darby Allen, MJF gets the win under, um, <laughs> I would say, uh, dastardly tactics. Um, yes. How did you feel about this match? All right, so I'm letting the cat off the bat. This was my match of the night. I can feel. I feel you on that. <laughs> what the hell did you start off with them two? 
They killed it. Yeah, who won that match? I really wouldn't. I wouldn't have cared if Darby won. I didn't care if MJF won. Personally, I got lost in the excitement. I got lost into the, the, the craft, man. Like, those two dudes put, it, put on a performance. What got me is, man, that exchange. Well, a couple of exchanges. Like, around the ring. One, two, up. One, two, up. And they started rolling yeah. around the circle. That killed me. And then the whole sequence where they're flipping each other. And at the end, they do the, the you know, the, the stare at each other. It just got me. This match was, like I said, it was my match of the night. I know Hangman and Kenny killed it. Everybody basically killed it, but Darby Allen was my match of the night. And I I just can't wait to see where it goes next. You know, as you saw, MJF said basically one down, two to go. Yeah. And he, he beat, he cheated basically to beat Darby. So it's kind of like, Darby's going to go next. And like, I'm still interested in where this four pillars is going myself. Right. I mean, I think what we're going to end up seeing is MJF maybe beat Sammy for the TNT Championship. Maybe he's the one who's going to beat Sammy. But he also made the point that he wants the AEW Championship. Why couldn't he be the one that beats Adam Page? There's really, you know, you could get anything here. Yeah, and, and the thing with that is if MJF's going to go after I don't want it right now. Because mm. if we don't get if we get MJ up and hang, man, you know, you know it's not gonna switch hands that quick, man. It's not going to. Um if the person to take the belt off of hangman is MJ up, I'd be okay with that. Um mm. not it, it don't have to necessarily like you like you said, it don't have to necessarily be a heel. You know, why couldn't it be Brian Danielson when it right. happened, you know? Or I think Adam Page is gonna have the belt for a while though. Oh yeah, he gonna have it for at least a year. Yeah. It's just the way to do at it. At least, at least a year. It's just the way to do it. Yeah. So that basically, this was my match of the night. Yeah. And um, I'm I'm, ex- I'm excited to see what next of these two. Twenty two minutes. We got twenty two minutes. I thought this 22 was twenty two minutes. I thought it was an excellent match. I I love MJF. I know that there's some people who are like, man, you know, because of the style of wrestling that he does, um, it's not, you know, he he he's not gonna hit. It's not going to look like New Japan. It's not going to be pure, right? But right, everything right. he does has a point, and it looks good. Everything yeah. he does, even his arm bar, is a Fujiwara yeah. arm bar, but it looks good. He sells the knee throughout the match. It looks good. And that's what makes him so dope to me is that the little things he's, I don't want to say perfected because you hate to put that label on stuff, but he just does yeah. it so well that he doesn't, I hate to say don't have to, but he doesn't necessarily have to do anything crazy so that when he does do a power bomb on his knee, you're like, oh, shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and that's what's dope about him. Um, yeah. So this match, yeah, I definitely give this match, like, props. It's one of the best opening matches I've ever seen. And I was like, how the fuck do you follow that? And speaking of how you follow that, next matchup was the Lucha Brothers successfully defending yep. the champion, tag team championships against FTR. I'm going to start off and say this is one of my favorite tag team matches. I get that the finish was a little, they kind of jacked it up a little bit. and I get it was abrupt. I almost wonder if somebody got hurt, but that's besides the point. I thought this match was well put together. I love FTR. Do I wish they could have maybe waited a little bit? 
then this be the first feud for or first defense for Lucha Brothers? Yes and no. Yeah. I think they spiced it up by having them drop the AAA tags to them. Mm-hmm. So that made it matter a little bit more. Because we know they're not going to lose on their first defense, right? right? And so it being a PR, you're like, damn, man. Because if it would have been later, I feel like there would have been more suspense to who was going to win. Nevertheless, yeah. it was a really, really good match. It was. I um, Shout out to FTR. And I'm not, I know I'm not going to bash to eat. I'm not going to, but these guys, man, it, their time in the E was so misused. And it's like, I'll never forget when they came up, they got caught up. Pop was so big. You was like, okay, this is going to be the next tag team that nobody's going to beat. Yep. Um, but we're not going to talk about that. But um, the, the way this match ended, I kind of was, I was kind of like, on like, wait, what just happened? You know, did they, like you said, maybe somebody got hurt or they just flipped the script because all of a sudden they put the mask on and they pinned the wrong dude. But a win is a win. And the chemistry between these four, man, it was, man. Yeah, it was. It was that this, this was what you call a real tag team match. Yeah, you know um, the way uh, FTR, the way they can move, man. I mean, I mean they're not they're not the skinniest dudes in the world. They stocky and just the way they light on their feet, man. Like they they they're really good, and um, I'm, I'm excited that they're actually getting the shine that they deserve. And I mean, I know they had the AW tag titles, but it just shows you that Tony. And the rest of the crew know, like, hey, these guys are the top guys, should I say. Top guys. Top guys. That, that they're getting the shine that they deserve. Because we don't know how long they're going to be around. I don't know how they are up in age. But I see those guys, like, you know, at the end of the day, be like, hey, I'm just here to have fun. I'm here to work with other people on some CM Punkish type stuff. Yep. But, but right now, just let them get their shine. And I'm glad they're, they're doing it there. Yep. I agree. All right, next up we had Brian Danielson defeating Miro uh, by submission, uh, really TKO. Um, I, I can't really give this match enough praise or justice. It is just incredible. Um, tornado DDT off the top rope. The fuck? Into a guillotine choke? You fucking kidding me, man? This dude is insane. Rusev, just the little things. I Like I said, these dudes being unleashed and being able to just work and create without restraint, beautiful. That's all I can say. Beautiful. Yeah, yeah. Um, let, me, let me say Miro. Um, man, this is what we knew. We knew this. We knew he had it. Um, and I'm not going to say we knew he had it in WWE. Me, honestly, I... I think I knew he had it. He had that it factor off the internet, off his Twitch, on up, up, down, down. Like this man has a character. He's hilarious. Like he's funny. He's a hilarious. And when you just let him be himself, let him be himself. You get what you get. Like like we saw last night. Like we've been seeing since he's been in AEW and these promos. When he be like, when he had the TNT title, and he be <laughs> talking about his wife and all this stuff, man, that that's authentic. Man, it's so real, ain't it? <laughs> and you know, and we all know who his wife is, so we know what he mean, and then he mean business about what he gonna do to his wife. But this was, like I said, this was crazy, and to see um, Brian 
doing the things he's doing after he was projected not to ever wrestle again. And this man's been in AEW and five, every every match he's been in AEW is this has been top notch. Um, and he's the number one contender now. Do I like that? I'm no I'm gonna probably be probably one of the only ones to say this, but no, I don't like it. Because now it's like he may fight Hangman. So does Hangman give him his first loss? Yep. Or it's gonna be some kind of disqualification. Nope. Coach? At his first loss. Why can't Adam and why and who says when his title shot's gonna be? What if he's like, I'm not ready yet? Oh, okay. okay. You see what I'm saying? Why does it have to be right now? It doesn't have to be. I get it because did they say it was gonna be a Wednesday? No. Oh, I thought it was coming up now. Like he gonna fight him like, like ASAP. No. Oh, okay. He's just the number one contender. Oh, I got you. Okay. Now, when he picks his shot, who's to yeah. say that? So we'll see. No cash in. We're not gonna do no cash in money in the bank. Nah, ain't no money in the bank. Okay, okay. <laughs> nah. It's because remember Kenny Omega got he called his match. He won the eliminator, remember? And then yeah. they did the special. The matter of fact, I wonder if it'll be at Battle for the Belt or Battle of the Belts in January. Because remember, um, winter. What is it? When winter gets cold, when winter runs cold. Yeah. And that's when Kenny Omega beat John Moxley. It was that Saturday night special. Yeah. So, but I could see Adam Page beating uh, yeah. Brian Danielson. Why not? Yeah. Right. I, yeah. I can see that. I just didn't know. It's the reason why I said that because I thought that they were going to fight on Wednesday or nah. or maybe next or maybe next week in Chicago. But see, what, uh, see, see, this is what happens when people are stuck and all you have is WWE. People think people do weird shit, and it's normal. I'm sorry that you've been tainted for so long, sir. No, it's not normal to do that shit. You take a match like fucking Brian Danielson and Adam Page, and you build that shit up as much as you can. You don't just okay. throw that shit out there like, here you go, bitches. Then nobody cares. You feel me? No, I'm being shit like, right, right, yeah. I don't give a fuck about, I'm being honest. I barely care about Charlotte versus Becky. And again, not trying to pile on WWE, just giving a comparison. Barely give a fuck about it. You know why? Because I keep getting it on goddamn TV. If you stop doing that shit, and you got you could do tag matches, but you release half the goddamn roster, so you can't do a tag match. But don't get me started, bro. Anyway, moving on. Uh, next up, we had Christian Cage and Jurassic Express defeating the Super Click Adam Cole and the Young Bucks. This was a dope street fight with just so many crazy spots. Christian, when I'm 47, I want to dive off a balcony. That's what I told my wife. God damn that that motherfucker. He's living my dream, damn it. I wanna do shit like that. No hesitation. He got up there, he said, I don't give a shit. I'm living my best life. And then um I also want to give props to the the end with the subtle nuance to um how Christian Cage said he's gonna make Jungle Boy kinda be a man man up and he made him do the concerto. He's like, fuck that. Be violent. Beat their ass. They try to fuck you up. Beat their ass. I love it. Love it. Cause what people don't realize my bad to cut you off, but real quick, people don't realize Christian Cage is a violent wrestler. Think of all the TLC matches. I get he's not presented like that, but that's a sick, tough fucking guy. Nobody does TLC that many times, and you're just regular. They used to fuck people up. Him and used to fuck people up. <laughs> yeah, and um, I, I I love that section. It's kind of like Jungle Boy was like, no, 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 no. Okay, I'll do it. You know. And you can tell when he looked up to the sky, he's like, man, I don't want to do this. He's like, but you know what? 
Forget it. I'm going to go ahead and just do it. He can tear toe the hell out of him. Um, what I want to do, I want to give, this is, what I, this is what I'm talking about. I'm going to give praise to Luchasaurus, man. Yeah. How? Shooting How? star. This man is an NBA body. This man's got an NBA body, but with a, a freaking cruiserweight, race Mysterio, WCW type package. Like, who's six, whatever he is, six, seven, six, eight, and doing these little flips, man. Like, doing these flips. Uh, just like you know, flip ups. Like, what is Luchasaurus needs to get props, man, to where he ain't getting credit because you know he is overshadowed, man. Overshadowed a little bit, you know, with Jungle Boys, and uh, you know, but man, Luchasaurus killed it too. And this was a good match as well. And I, I, I think it might be over. Adam Cole and Jungle Boy will keep going. As far as all of them together, this might be the end because you know when we talk later, I feel like there's going to be some more, uh, it's some more soap opera coming. So um, I really like this match as well, man. And kudos to all the teams that were involved. Yeah, lots of spots, lots of craziness. All right, next up was, and I'm not even trying to like be a jerk when I say it, but it's probably my least favorite match of the show. But it wasn't bad. It was Cody Rhodes and Pac. Against Malachi Black and Andrade um, El Idolo. Now look, I did not hate the match. I know originally it was supposed it was going to be a four way match, but um, I think Tony decided against it because he has a spe- he said that he has a special idea for the first time that there's a four way match or whatever. So he didn't want to do it, so he made an attack match, which I'm fine with. I just thought they just did too much of the dissension between partners stuff for me. Other than that, yeah. it was good. But I just didn't need the whole, like, we get it. They don't really want to work together, but they're working together. This is very WWE-ish right now, but cool. And that was about it. Other than that, really good match. Yeah, you know what's funny? is you said WWE-ish. Where are they all from? <laughs> yeah, you, you know, know what? Good point. You know, but it, I, this was my least favorite match of the night. I'm not going to lie to you. I actually went to the bathroom a couple times on it. Yeah. Um, and it... I just don't know where any of this would have led to. Mm-hmm. It's like now it's, it's Cody. Cody and Pat gonna, probably going to be going at it. You know, and we know that Andrade and then Malachi, you know. But, yeah, this is my least favorite match of the night. And I, I can care less to talk about it anymore. But, you know, like you say, like you guys say, moving on. Mm-hmm. Yep. All right, and we're gonna do just that. Next up, we had Dr. Britt Baker, DMD, defeating Tay Conti um, to successfully defend their AEW Women's World Championship. I'll be real quick and just say I really like this match. I just think that the crowd was a little quiet because they were. It's been a lot. It was a lot. But when you rewatch this match, you're gonna be like, oh shit, this was really good. Tay Conti gets better every fucking match. I man, I'm digging her. She's a yeah, like she, yeah, she is. She's a future TBS champion or whatever. Whichever belt she ends up getting, her run yeah. should be a really good run because I really like her. I really, really like her. Yeah, and um, it's it, 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 I'm glad it's being noticed with with her with her. She's she's good, man, and, and like I said, she showed it last night with Britt Baker, and I'm, I'm 
Rick Baker, man, she's having a great run. I'm sorry, a lot of people don't like it. I love her run. I'm, I'm loving what she's doing. She's come a long way. You do really think about it. She's came a long way from All In. We'll be once alright All In. And it, it's, it's great to see. My, my question is. Who is going to take that title off her, you know? Thunder Rosa. You think so? I think that will be. Yeah. I mean, I remember, and wins and losses matter. She has the lights out win, but it doesn't count in the the rankings or in the uh, records either. But it happened. Yeah. That's true. Save that shit. Save that shit. (laughs) All right, next up, my match of the night, CM Punk. And Eddie Kingston, CM Punk coming out with the win, not without controversy, however, because in the end of the match, he went to try to shake Eddie Kingston's hand, and Eddie Kingston refused. You guys already know how I feel about this match, so I'm going to let Cal, Coach Cal, give us his uh, take on what he felt. So this match here, (laughs) you felt felt the hate, you can feel the hatred, you know, and keep it cape and whatever, but do they really? This makes you feel like, man, do they really, really not like each other? Hey, I'm going to bring it back. I'm going to bring it back, Miller. Hey, this was Chicago versus New York. Mm. Mm-hmm. You know how it was back in the day when we was growing up. Basketball, Chicago versus New York. That was big. This felt like a Chicago versus New York match. and It's not over. It's not over. We'll see how. We'll see where it ends up, but. Eddie Kingston, man, he bogus for that. I don't care what you say. Hey, man, shake that man's hand. But guess what? Mm. That's just what New Yorkers do. You know? He said that's what New Yorkers do? That's what New Yorkers do. That's how they do it. That's how they do it. So, whatever. That's pretty funny. That's what they do. <laughs> um, Yeah, man. Uh, this isn't over. This isn't over. That's all I'll say to that. No. Um, next up, we had the Inner Circle beating the Men of the Year and American Top Team in the Minneapolis Street Fight. This was fun. I feel like this was supposed to, like, if you thought this was supposed to be serious or on the level of uh, the stadium stampede and all that, no, it wasn't supposed to be. It was supposed to be fun, comedic, kind of that relief. That's why it was placed where it was in the card. I thought it delivered for that payoff of seeing Dan Lambert get beat up. Um, But I'm not going to pull back on what I said. I don't think that Dan Lambert needs to be with Ethan Page or Scorpio Sky. They are very capable on their own without him. Yeah. So I hope yeah. this is kind of the end of that part. I'm not against Dos Santos. I think with more training, he'll be really good. Hey, I was just He's got that swag. You got done. Yes, when well, I was gonna just mention that after you got done speaking here you're you speaking on it, uh that man hey, give him give him some time, man. He looked good. I'm not gonna I ain't gonna front. He looked good. He looked real good. The ba- when you got the basics down and you give a shit, you know what I mean? Like, even I was even impressed yeah. the little things, like when they were going to do the superplex and he kind of adjusted himself, but he did it in a way so you wouldn't really notice if you're a casual fan, not to like big up us, but you know. Um, so I felt like just the little things, or even how he caught um, Jericho before that crossbody yeah. and did the taunt and was able to. I was like, okay. Like, he, he's flowing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. sometimes yeah. with the celebrities, it's choppy, and you're like, meh. But he was flowing with the shits. So, yeah. yeah. He was, man. He was good. But we don't, we, we can end this storyline now. Um, yeah. If Masvidal 
ever wanted to wrestle. I'd be with the shit. I feel like he'd be a good wrestler. His gimmick works. But other than that, everything else, we could just not do that no more. No, no. Cut, cut that out. <laughs> Moving. <laughs> uh, anything else on that, man? Uh, no, like I said, it was fun. It, 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 it served its purpose. And uh, it, you just got what you, you got what you got out of it, man. Just entertainment, fun. And that's what it was. You know, I, I, a lot of people don't like Dan Lambert. I really don't either, but he's doing his job. Right. Exactly. He, he fit perfectly into this match, so... That was a good one. Kudos. Yeah. All right. And last but not least, we have uh, probably match of the year candidate, arguably match of the year. Um, we're coming close to the end of the year. So it's going to be up there because it's fresh in people's minds. Heyman, Adam Page, after a three-year story, finally, Cowboy Shit Time defeats Kenny Omega for the AEW World Championship. <laughs> I'll let you go ahead and, and, and give us your thoughts, sir. Uh. I don't care what nobody says. The best bout machine. Okay? This man can fight a can of, uh, a package of ramen noodles and make it good. This man is not the number one wrestler in the entire world for no reason. This man, I'm like I'm preaching, this man is, <laughs> is wrestling. This man is a wrestling guy. Like a lot of people don't get it. Like this man is good, dude, and I, I, he, he, he deserves his time off. He deserves it. Get rest up, heal up, sit back, enjoy the fruits of y'all labor. Let's just look. You have time to just look at y'all product. You know, uh, they did show. They, they did spoil a little bit. Spoil it. A little bit by the camera, where you can basically showing Hangman and Kenny basically love you, man. Thank you for this. You know, I don't know if too many people caught that, but you can see Kenny and Hangman talking after he won. Uh, this, you can't say I can't say any much. I can't say much more about Kenny. Dude. Like when when he puts on a show, he puts on a show. Thank you for that almost. A year run, yeah, I think he had like three hundred and forty something days. Uh, but he he he, did, he served his purpose and did what he did. But it's actually finally, and I didn't know it was that long, three years. Wow, but cowboy shit era has begun, and I feel that he's gonna be a good champion, man. So oh, yeah, he has that. He has that. He has that factor, you know, and. He, he, he has the crowd behind him. He has everybody behind him. So, I'm excited to see this run. I want to see how it pans out. We know AEW's going to do the right thing. I don't want to talk about who's going to be the first person. I don't want to talk about the person to take it off of. I really don't. <laughs> I wanna, he said, I, don't wanna, I, wanna I want to enjoy this. <laughs> I want to enjoy it. I want to ride this wave. I want to ride it. And it's, it's only right, man. It's only fitting we go into the new year. With a new champion, a new face, and um, somebody who will hold the brand down. I know it's the AEW podcast, and I don't really look at WWE anymore. I, I really don't. But from the way it looks of it, man, it's like how Roman's holding down SmackDown, SmackDown right? Mm-hmm. It's like they know he can hold it down. 
I think Hangman can hold down AEW just as good as Roman can hold down SmackDown. And I did look today on Twitter. There was like, who's going to be the first person? Who's going to be the person to be Hangman? Had a lot of names out there. There was one name in particular where it's like, I can see that. I wouldn't be mad at it. But it was two names that was on there. One was Malachi Black. And the other one was funny. Was Marty Scrum. Mm. Why do they why do they think Marty coming to AEW? I have no clue. We all know he's linked with them, but I don't understand why people I'm not gonna get my hopes up until it actually happens. Right. I have to see it to believe it. <clears throat> you know, but think about it. Remember there don't be in the elite? <laughs> they were together and that little what was it called? Oh, you know who else is available that would fit into storylines too? Not saying he could beat Adam Page, but um, Flip is going to be available. Yeah. That's yeah. going to be interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Or, or, the newly recruited, the newly hired Jay Lethal, maybe? I don't know. Nah. I think, I think well, so Tony said that he already knew who the four champions were going to be. And one of the Easter eggs that people have pointed out is that if you go to Kenny Omega's Twitter, he's never changed the banner um, from what he had for All Out back when. Um, yeah. Okay. So it has the four champions. So past that, per Tony, he doesn't. Now it doesn't mean he hasn't already penciled in who he's got. But I feel like this is what's dope is we don't know, and yeah. we're gonna have to see how things go about. You know, because we all, I think we always had an idea. Like, we always had an idea that Chris Jericho was probably going to be Hangman, right? Like, we yeah. figured that. Um, like, we all didn't know that Hangman would be the one to go against Chris Jericho. Now it all makes sense. Like, it's all true. makes sense. We were, we were all for it, obviously, but it all makes sense. Yeah. So then you got Chris Jericho with the belt. Smart decision, right? Yeah. We, and then John Moxley. So then you're like, okay, well, duh, John Moxley's got to be the dude who beats Chris Jericho. The fuck, like yeah. that makes sense. And he, you yeah. know, he was always on TK's radar. Like, if I can get John, I know I got the shit going. And I'm sure there was somebody yeah. who was gonna be in that spot. If he couldn't get John, but I think he knew. He's like, I could do it. Yeah. Um. So then you got John. Then he knew. Okay, here's where this story could go. Because he's a wrestling fan and he's watching these stories like shit. This makes sense. And I've heard some people talk greasy, like talk crazy, like, well, he's really just taking, you know, ROH and New Japan stories, and he's not really. He's taking the Young Bucks in their story that they put out on BTE yeah. that was getting views, you know, and we and just putting it on national television. That's really all he's doing. That's all that he's doing, man. And you have to. You just have to, like a lot of people don't see that, man. A lot of people aren't deep into this like us. Like you, you're talking about being the elite. Being the elite itself. <laughs> you do watch being the elite, you will know. Okay, shoot, it's about to happen on AEW. Right, you gotta be ready. You know, yeah, you have to be ready because you watch being, being the elite. You're going to know what's going to happen because they're going to, like you said, they're going to take the stuff, the content on being the elite, and they're going to push it to the TV. And they're very strategic with it because if you notice, when you watch Dynamite, they don't necessarily 
tell you you should be watching BT, BTE. And I don't even know that they no. often mention to even watch it or that this happened. They don't. I think what ends up happening is we watch it and go, oh, shit, bro. Yeah. You need to watch out because Jack Evans was doing such and such. And I feel like – and that's even with the little storyline, not even the major yeah. ones. Just little pieces that are like – I feel like there's just a gift to the hardcore fans like me and you to say, yeah. hey, thank you for being you know, a fan. We'll give you some little Easter eggs and that we eat it up. Yeah. Because it's awesome. You know, there's a big, the biggest, the big, the big, I laugh when I can't look like every time I see his face, I just laugh at him. Look how big Silver's got. Right. Johnny Hungy. And he's funny. Budge. He's hilarious. He got, he got big off in the elite. Yep. People started commenting on the, on the um, comment section on being the elite. They's like, yo, we need more of him. You know, he he doing all this funny stuff. Rest in peace, Brody Lee. This man, when they were doing that Dark Water stuff on being the elite, he was so hilarious. And now, you know, he was the being the elite champion and all that. You know, he's hilarious. Now people are like, I want more of that. So that's when Bucks was like, okay, you know what? He's hot on being the elite. Let's push him on the TV. And now you got everybody... Ooh, and, and Hungy, uh, every Johnny Hungy. It's genius work, man. But hey, it's Hangman's time. Cowboy shit is here. It's always been here. It's gonna be here for a while, and I'm just excited, man. I'm just, I'm an, I'm an excited wrestling fan. I just can't wait to see what's next. That's all. Hundred percent agree. All right, so is what's this the last? This was the last paper. This was the last paper of the year too. Wasn't yeah, full gear. Yeah, full gear. But we're gonna get Battle of the Belts coming up. Early January though, so no, it won't. Yeah, so this is the last big event. I'm sure there'll be yeah. you know some fire ass dynamites. They always deliver their rampages. Um, so overall, what grade do you give the show, sir? Yeah, I'm giving it an A plus. I'm, I'm giving it an A plus too, bro. It was not a bad match on the show, and the bad match would have been a main event on like a dynamite, and I've been okay with it. So yeah, you got yeah, you got it, you got it. Definitely. All right. Well, great. Man. I believe that is all we have for you guys today. Um, yeah. Keep supporting the site. Click on the um, the banner at the top uh, for Amazon. Um, that helps support the site. Uh, check out all our other content. Um, like, uh, what was I going to say? Oh, man, I almost said um, uh, Mommy Wine Time. Man, that fucking podcast forever. Um, Slurring the Truth. I think that's done. Yeah, I well duh. But I'm just saying that's I I haven't been the host in a long time. Um, um Slurring the Truth. Uh uh what, what's the other podcast? What other ones we got? Help me out here, sir. We got, a whole bunch, man. Equal we got equal opposites. Yeah. The rundown. We got, <laughs> we got a lot of content. There's a lot of write-ups. RBU, you can go back and check out uh, old episodes of RBU. Um also Studio Time, check out Studio Time. I love that podcast. Um, yeah. And with that being said, it is your host, it's Miller, and my homeboy, Coach Cal, and we out. It's Coach Cal, we out.